0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: Amen. That's what Jesus said to me. I'm just telling you what he said. You can do what you want to about it. We was preaching in Portland, Oregon several years ago, an auditorium there. So after a night service, we were moving out, and a fellow ran, he wanted to say something to me, and they tried to hold me. I said, that's why I let him come on. I shook hands with him. He said, I just wanted to tell you, I'm going to come into everyday service and every night service, and I don't believe a word that you are preaching. I don't believe a word of it. <laughs> and tickle me. <laughs> I smiled. I said, well, that's your problem, not mine. No use telling me. That's not my problem. I believe every word of it. And at least he was sensible. You know, he stopped. He began to laugh. He said, you know, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, he said, that's not your problem. That's mine. I said, it sure is.
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today, we continue the series Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth e. Hagan. Learn to lay aside desires that aren't from God and pursue God's plan for your life. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's message. Plans,
1: purposes, and pursuits. Very often we're following His, our own purpose and our own plans, man's plan, not God's. And so, standing up there with the Lord, I, I saw us, and I saw us clapping. And he said to me, now, now, understand what I'm saying, because people get wrong impression about it. He said to me, clapping is neither praise or worship. Jesus said that to me. Clapping is neither praise or worship. You see, you clap to applaud. I do not know. I have, I'll be honest with you. I have some compunctions about, let's all give God a hand. I think Paul said, I come in fear. That didn't mean he's afraid like you're afraid of a rattlesnake. That means he had respect, awesomeness to the Lord. I don't think you ought to give God a hand like you would the President of the United States. I don't think you ought to give God a clap offering. Let's look in the New Testament and see what kind of offering he wanted you to give. Amen. Now, don't misunderstand me at all. It's all right to clap. See, we're applauding. A speaker sometimes. So-and-so's here with us. We're glad he's here. We're welcoming him. We're letting him know that. That's a different purpose. But then we've got so clap happy. <laughs> in charismatic circles, well, God's mo- No respect, you see, really, for God. The Holy Ghost moves. Somebody's speaking with tongues. And then somebody, inter- and right in the middle of the interpretation, everybody starts clapping. And then you don't even hear the rest Now, is is tongues and interpretation right or is it not? Is the Holy Ghost saying something or is it? Well, they couldn't be. Would the Holy Ghost interrupt himself? Could people be moved by the Spirit of God to clap while the Holy Ghost is saying something? No. It's because people has got clap happy and it grieves the Holy Ghost. Now, it's all right. We were singing, clap your hands to keep time with the music. That's a different thing entirely. Clap, you see, because we're so glad you know brother so-and-so's here. We're going to ask him to speak this afternoon. Praise God. Well, everybody starts clapping. Fine. But we need to learn, and pastors are going to have to teach their people, and they're going to have to be slow and gentle about it because they've just gotten such habits. Teach their people to reverence God. If the Holy Ghost. Now, I've been prophesying, and right in the middle of the prophecy, I mean, I've even given half of it out, and everybody starts clapping. Well, not only that, but it'll cause you to lose the anointing if you're not careful yourself. Get out of under the anointing. And then if you do go on speaking, then who heard it? Well, if it's not for people to be heard, it oughtn't even to be in the service. Have you ever been in the service? Anybody ever been in the service like that? Anybody ever been like that? Well, sure. If you haven't, you ain't been fur yet. <laughs> now learn this. And pastors teach your people. That when, folk, when, when tongues and interpretation and prophecy is going forth, you wait till it's over and then don't clap. Lift your hands and praise God and worship Him. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. I said amen. amen. And then somebody's preaching under the anointing. Preaching under the anointing. I mean, just going after it. I've, been doing it, I've done it myself. And everybody starts clapping about something you said. Well, they're applauding what you said, but that's not the place for it, because in the first place you can't go on because nobody'd hear you if you did. If you did go on, they don't know what you said. If you're speaking under the anointing, inspired utterance of God, people already hear what you're saying. If you're speaking under the unction of the Spirit, then that's the Holy Ghost manifested Himself. Then you shouldn't interrupt it with clapping. Amen. That's what Jesus said to me. I'm just telling you what he said. You can do what you want to about it. We was preaching in Portland, Oregon several years ago, in the auditorium there. So after a night service, we were moving out, and a fellow ran. He wanted to say something to me, and they tried to hold me. I said, that's why right. I let him come on. I shook sure hands with him. He said, I just wanted to tell you I'm going to come into every day service and every night service, and I don't believe a word that you're preaching. I don't believe a word of it. And <laughs> <It> tickled me. <laughs> I smiled. I said, well, that's your problem, not mine. No use telling me. That's not my problem. I believe every word of it. And at least he was sensible. You know, he stopped. He began to laugh. He said, you know, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, he said, that's not your problem. That's mine. I said, it sure is. So sometimes, you know, you want to lay it off on the other fellow, but it's your problem, not, not his. And so you're ministering. You're preaching under the anointing of the Spirit of God. And everybody starts clapping. You can't hear what the preacher said. Well, is he anointed by the Spirit? If you're anointed by the Spirit, it should have been up there to begin with. Amen. Is it the Word of God? We ought to hear. Is the Spirit saying something to us? We ought to hear what He said. Now, it's much better. It's, it's more New Testament. You see, like I said, don't try to get back under the Old Testament and do things like they did. The Old Testament's for spiritually dead people. They've never been born again. They weren't alive under God. Their spirits weren't. they just worshiping God in the flesh. We've been born again. Hallelujah. Become sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Now, under the New Testament, Paul said right to Timothy, remember this, there's not one single word in the New Testament about clapping. Not one single word. But Paul said, I would that all men, I like to say it this way, the Holy Ghost said to Paul, I would that all men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Well, you know, someone said, well, that's prayer. But now, wait just a minute. Define prayer. Prayer is not what many people think. It's not gimme, 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 gimme. Prayer is fellowshipping with God. Prayer, one part of prayer, you see, it's many things, but it's worshiping God. Well, how do you do that? Paul said the Holy Ghost said lifting up holy hands. You see, the world claps. That's the reason we need to get out of it. We're not, we shouldn't be worldly. A lot of our clapping. But the world doesn't lift up hands to God, do they? You ever see them at ball games lifting up their hands? No, you'll see them clap. At a political rally, you ever see them lift their hands and praise God? No. But they'll clout. What we've done, you see, we, we we bought, you know, and the Lord gave me that scripture in the Old Testament when Solomon built the temple. You go back and read it. And he made all the vessels of gold, pure gold. Kept saying pure gold, pure gold. But then Rehoboam in his day, fella came in, the enemy came in, and, and he said, took all the vessels, all of them, out of the Lord's house and out of Solomon's house. Went on to tell about his own house, his pal- palace, we'd say. But then the Rehoboam replaced them with brass. Brass, you see, is a mixture. That's what happened. The Lord said to me, by all this clapping and dancing that people are putting on, they're replacing gold with brass. So there's a time to clap. There's a time not to clap. So don't get uptight about it. But pastors, take time and train your people. Because clapping is neither praise nor worship, the Lord said. It's applause. And it's all right to applaud sometimes. But that's not worship, and that's not praising God. And then, of course, in the Old Testament, 149th chapter, and the third verse, it talks about dance. And in the 150th chapter, in the fifth verse, it talks about dance. And then in 2 Samuel 6:14, David danced before the Lord with all of his might. He wasn't dancing in the spirit, but it is scriptural to dance in the spirit, be motivated by the spirit in connection with worship and praising God. So we want to get that good and clear in our minds, you see. It's a difference of man putting on something. Many of our own churches. I mean, they're even having dancing in school. Teach people to dance to worship God. Well, you can't teach people to dance to worship God anymore. You can teach them to speak in tongues. Yeah, we're going to have a class. Everybody come. We're going to teach you to talk in tongues. You can't teach people to talk in tongue. You can teach them to yield to the Spirit. But the Holy Ghost gives them utterance. They do the talking. Amen? Yeah. to worship God, you know, interpretive dancing. You can't interpret God's power with your dance. Battling in church, and you don't worship God, you get your eyes on them, they'll worship to it. No more worshiping God than a donkey brand midnight in a tin barn. <laughs> Amen. You couldn't, if somebody danced, you couldn't close your eyes and worship God. But see, when you're praising, you can close your eyes and worship God. All I know is what he said to me he said, It's unscriptural to dance before the Lord in the New Testament, but it is scriptural to dance in the Spirit be motivated by the Spirit. See, God's plan and and purpose is a different thing entirely than what man's. You see, it's Spirit-anointed dancing. And you don't have to teach people or train people to dance anointed by the Holy Ghost. I dance very often. But I don't just put on one. That's that's the anointings there. I don't do it. That'd be like trying to give a message in tongues with no anointing. We've all seen that. You pastors have seen that. It just dead. It deadens the service. Why, well, in a lot of our meetings, God's are moving and are healing people. Some folks can't discern anything. We don't teach them, They're going to, we're going to get in a mess. One of our, our crusades, our singers well know it. You know, here about six people got up here and started square dancing while the singers were singing, one of the specials. Yeah, they didn't do it. What's called square dancing? Well, everybody's looking at them. They're not worshiping God, even listening to sing. Crowd, you know, I don't know how many were there. What, a couple thousand people maybe? Square dancing. Just killed everything. Just. One of our singers moved up and began to, to exhort a little bit and just pointed out, you know, that's dancing in the flesh. That's not dancing in the spirit. And the Holy Ghost came and he started dancing in the spirit. Brought the service back up where it ought to be. But many, I've seen in a, a service. God wanting to heal people and bless people and folks get up in the flesh and start demonstrating. See, there's a difference in demonstrating the flesh and demonstrating the spirit. We read demonstrating the spirit and killed the thing. The anointing the minister just lifted because he greeted the Holy Ghost just flew away like a bird to fly. Oh, I wish I could get that over
0: to people. You're listening to Rema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the series you've been listening to today in book form, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the two-disc CD series, Decisions Determine Destiny by Ken Hagen. Both dynamic resources are just 1995. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay
2: And you know, another great event is happening this month. In November, yes. No. In October. This month. What is that? Not next month. All right. This month. All right. What is that? It is our one-year anniversary for the Oklahoma City Church. That's right, that's right. It (laughs) is. My goodness, it's hard to believe that it's already been a year. If you're in that area, we're at 8921 Northwest Expressway, Oklahoma City. Uh, and uh, I say it like this: Enjoy your weekend, and then enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night right. at six o'clock. Uh, you know, they, people, a lot of people, they, they started Saturday night services so mm-hmm. people could be could be free, free be free on Sunday. And I said, well, hey, wait a minute, why don't we just be free? Uh, on the on the weekend and then come Sunday night for, uh, and right. enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday and night. Instead of coming to church on Sunday morning, yeah. you come to church it's on a full, Sunday it, night. We have a full-fledged church, youth, children. That's everything's right. going on. So, hey, come and check and us out. And it's not video. We are live. No, it's not video. Live. I'm yes. there live. Lynette will be there live. If we're not there, if we're traveling, then Craig and Mia will be there. Yes. So, uh, come on out and enjoy that time with us.
0: Call today to get this month's special offer, the two-CD set from Ken Hagen, Decisions Determine Destiny, and the book Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagen. This special offer is just nineteen ninety-five. dollars Call now. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kennethy e. Hagan Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.